Welcome to the Weekly Insight Podcast, where we break down the noise of the week and help you understand the psychology of the markets with your host, Andrew Dore at Insight Wealth Group. Good morning. Welcome to the latest edition of the Weekly Insight Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Andrew Dore. I will also just say what I say every week and just remind you that what you're about to hear today should not be construed as individual investment advice. Before we get started with our normal info for this week's podcast, I do want to do something that I have been dreading doing for a little while now, actually more than a little while, close to a year. But I wanted to provide a brief personnel update that certainly hits home with me, and I know with many of my clients, it's going to hit home for you too. As you may recall, Insight Wealth Group was founded over 11 years ago, and at the time, we started with two key employees, Kelly Bosch and Aaron Kidman. And those buggers, they were brave enough to sign on board when we had no clients, no money, no outlook. They were brave enough to give us a chance. And they have proven to be vital to our organization over the last 11 years. They stuck with us through thick and thin. But as they say, all good things have to come to an end. And Kelly Bosch approached us about a year ago and said she was looking to retire. She wanted to spend more time at home with her husband, Jake, and their two kids. We're really excited for her to have that opportunity. It's wonderful. But sadly, her last day is going to be on June 15th. So it's sneaking up here in the next three weeks or so. We are incredibly happy for her and grateful that she has been willing to help us along the way to make this transition a smooth one. I'm looking forward in a couple of weeks, we're going to be able to address what the next steps are here. And they're exciting. We've been able to find an longtime friend and colleague who's going to be stepping into Kelly's shoes. They're hard to fill, but I am confident that our clients are going to continue to get the best service in the game. So now let's uh, let's dive into the rest of the podcast. And I want to start here with a little bit of a thought experiment. I want to imagine a scenario. Here's the information you have. Number one, an environment with historically low unemployment. Number two, stable to potentially falling interest rate policy. Number three, falling inflation. Number four, P.E. ratios in the S&P 500 almost 9% lower than they were one year ago today. And number five, an S&P 500 that is down 12.6% from its high, but up a little over 9% year to date. If I gave you those five pieces of information and asked you to predict what would happen over the next six months in the market, what would you say? My guess is that you would be pretty positive about things. Potentially even, I might say, bullish. And I think that would be well justified. But let's change the scenario really quickly. Instead of asking you to pick what was going to happen over the next six months, let's shorten it. What's going to happen over the next two weeks? What do you think the result's going to be? Any guesses? Good luck figuring it out. I know I can't. We can't pick the day-to-day swings in the market in quote-unquote normal times. And right now is not a normal time. We have a debt ceiling problem. So let's talk about the debt ceiling. Should be a pretty quick update. No progress has been made since last week. The two sides are still talking. President Biden shortened his G7 trip to get back to deal with the problem, but we still don't have an answer. I remain hopeful that the parties are going to get it figured out, like they've done it 102 times before, so why shouldn't they this time? There are some common ground issues that I think can give each side a win. Republicans want to claw back unspent COVID-19 funds. I think that's an easy one. If you haven't needed the COVID-19 money by now, you certainly don't need it in the future, right? 
potentially some limited spending caps. Now, the GOP's plan is to take spending back to, I think, 2021 levels. That's probably not going to happen. But could we reduce spending immediately a little bit? That's probably pretty feasible. Who knows where that's all going to end up, but I think there is one technical aspect of this conversation that hasn't been discussed that I think should be addressed, and that's something called the X date. So what is the X date? The X date is the date we run out of money. It's the date that we're unable to pay our bills, and it's the date that the federal government would theoretically be defaulting on its debt. Now, everyone is acting today as though June 1st is the X date, but what if it isn't? Now, June 1st is the date that Treasury Secretary Yellen gave all parties to have this figured out. It's the date she said, hey, we're going to run out of money by June 1st. But that date isn't totally fixed. It depends on a lot of variables. Think about it like your home budget. You realize you're running low on money. You start to pull back on a few things. You start to be a little bit more cautious with your cash. You look forward to that date that next paycheck is going to come in. That's where the federal government is today. Part of those variables are when the money comes in. Tax revenues are a huge piece of this discussion. Not everyone believes June 1st is the X date. Citigroup put out a piece that thinks it'll go back to June 15th. Writes an ICAP thinks it's going to go more like to July 25th. JP Morgan puts it at June 9th. Barclays thinks we scrape by June 15th and stretch it later into the summer. June 15th is a big date here. Why? Because that's when our next paycheck comes in. That's when quarterly income tax payments start to roll in and start to replenish the treasury. If Yellen can stretch the checkbook until then, the pressure will start to ease a little bit. That variance, though, in the deadline, I think also makes it more likely that the two parties will come to a short-term, and I emphasize short-term, compromise. They would likely extend the debt ceiling out until the budgetary process at the end of September. That's good news right now. But it also means we have to go through this dance again later this year, which none of us are going to enjoy. That debt ceiling issue and the risk it poses to the economy is undoubtedly why folks are concerned today. But given all the positives we mentioned at the front end of this podcast, the bearishness in the market today, I think, is pretty remarkable. Short positions on the S&P 500 are at the most extreme level we've seen since the last big debt ceiling debate in 2011. Even more notable is the position institutions are taking right now. The underweight to equities amongst portfolio managers today is the largest we've seen since the bottom of the market in March of 2009. It's significantly more bearish than we saw at the depths of the COVID pandemic. Now, all of this brings to mind my favorite and way too often quoted Warren Buffett statement. His old line, be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. And I know I've ripped that one off a lot. But this market is fearful right now, historically fearful, if you look at the numbers. Now, I don't think it's time to jump on the opposite side of that trade yet. The next two weeks, the next 10 days have the potential to be very dicey with the debt ceiling discussion. If Washington butchers that problem, we are going to have a short-term downstroke in equities. But man alive, if they get this figured out, if they get this figured out and Powell doesn't raise rates on June 14th, it is going to be time to step on the gas. We are so close right now, but we just have to get over that hump. So now's the time for patience, but not for fear. The rest of the market has that one covered for us. So with that, I'll leave it there. As always, if you have questions about this or would like to discuss it more, I'd encourage you to give us a call here at the office. Our number is 515-273-1333. 
or you can always visit us on the web at www.insightwealthgroup.com. I hope you have a great week. I hope the next time we get together, we've got this debt ceiling figured out. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Securities offered through RTA Wealth Management, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, and FAA. Investment advisory services offered through RTA Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment firm.